Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living a Life Through Books, the podcast about everything bookish. I'm your host, Dr. Shanaz Ahmed, and today let's do a bookish episode. But first, I want to welcome all my new listeners and want to say a big, huge, gigantic thank you to my regulars. I could not do it without you. Now, before I bring up this episode, I have to say this. It feels like a long time since I've done anything other than book club, author conversations, or month in review. So I'm excited to get the time to do a regular episode. I'm not actively pursuing author conversations like I did before. I'm being super discriminating if one comes my way. I've turned a few down and I wonder, am I getting snobbish? I hope not. I finally recognized that I'm in a comfortable spot with my podcast and I'm long overdue for a fully bookish episode. So let's get right to it. We are doing Libby, the library, and uh, borrowing etiquette. How long has it been since I've broached this topic? Don't know, but okay. First off, when I used to talk about Libby, I used to talk about skip the line. I say used to because a few things happened to my audiobook world that affected my Libby consumption. I got Libro FM and with all the influence of books, I was hardly on Libby. I think I didn't get on Libby for a year or more. And also, when I did try Libby, after a while, the format changed, like drastically. The home screen and the icons and the look and just all of it. It was completely topsy-turvy and I felt like I was learning a new app. Honestly, I still feel that way with the new Libby and it changed over a year ago. The other big thing after Libby changed was the skip the line. All my episodes about skip the line was moot. There was no more skip the line. I looked, my friend looked, it was gone and it made me so sad and it also made me get completely off Libby. I cannot remember why I got back on. I think it was book club and trying to get a book and I press a few icons on the bottom and finally I'll hit the right one to even borrow a book or put it on hold. Anyway, what happened is that I had the bluest eye on hold. This is pretty recent, like I'm talking a couple of weeks ago and it came up on skip the line. Yes, remember Skip the Line that I used to love and they took it off? Well, folks, it's back on Libby. It's the homepage, I think. You look at the options under it and one of the options is Skip the Line. And so Libby has just gotten fun again. I hope they don't change it anymore. I do wish they change it for the better where it's easier to navigate and more intuitive It's still not the old Libby, but what am I going to do? You know what's interesting? There's the saying, if it's not broke, why fix it? And that's what I think about Libby update over a year ago. They broke what was fine, and now they have to fix it. 
I will never understand the industry of updates, especially when it goes backwards. Okay, still talking about Libby and the library. I recently found out that the St. Louis Public Library is merging some of their resources with the county branch. And this merger is causing issues with the Libby app. Does your app not recognize you anymore? I don't know what happened, but I do know that a lot of users, including myself, got the Libby app disconnected from their library card. Did this have to do with the library merger? I don't know, but the way to resolve the app glitch is quite simple. Get online to the St. Louis County Library. I think it's uh, slcl.org. Then log on, get a new password, renew your account, and you should be good to go. There's also a, if you forgot your password or PIN, type in one, two, three, four. I would check with the library, but all you need to do is log on once to the library on your web browser and then get on Libby and it will magically work again. Of course, if you have any questions, don't call me, call your local library. For me, I changed my password and it worked immediately. My husband changed the pin and it messed up and you would have to re-enter your library card number, I think. Anyway, if you are in St. Louis and have Libby issues, it's not you. It's the library, the merger, and the app. Hope the password or pin on the browser helps you resolve that. Okay, so I was going to do parts of this episode over a year ago, but then time got away from me, so I'm going to bring that up. I was thinking I wanted to mention the St. Louis Public Library. What I really wanted to say then was that they used to renew every year and they upped that to your card needing renewed every two years. Now with the public and county merger, I don't know how it will all play out. I don't mind the two-year renewal requirement. A year was too short. Although the county is the best. I mean, it auto-renews if you keep using your card and Libby. If you don't use it, your county membership will just automatically expire. Just things to keep in mind. So we have talked a bit about Libby and the library, kind of. And let's talk a bit about borrowing etiquette. I think, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud here. The urge to borrow more than you can handle or have time for. I'm going to go back to the Libby app again for this because I borrow only from Libby. I do not do the physical book from the library, but I think the principles still hold true. I'm going to talk in terms of book consumption. How much consumption is too much consumption? That didn't sound right. Okay, there is no limit to how many books one should read. I mean, if you can read 1,000 books a year, by all means, there's no rule to say read less or more. What I mean is library consumption, not necessarily book consumption. Let's try this. Do you buy groceries and have them turn green and moldy like a science experiment in your fridge and feel guilty about it? I think overborrowing is similar, at least for me. I feel bad that I've borrowed a book and held it when someone else could have been reading it. And that's the kicker. We as book folks are empathetic folks. We are kind. We care about each other. So if we cannot read a book or we do not have the time, then we should 
step aside and let the next person who can borrow the book. I think it's unfair to the person who has to wait because you're just holding a book that you're not reading. If you are able to start reading within your loan time, then I can see you holding the book. It's just my pet peeve when someone just keeps the book and not reads it at all. As soon as you know that you're not reading a book, I'd say return. That's what I would say. Now let's talk about the halfway zone. So you're reading the book and you're in the middle and your hold is up. Personally, that would be more aggravating to me than not reading and having to wait to get the book. Okay, I know we've talked about this, but I'll mention it again. There is a workaround. You can put your phone or iPad on airplane mode and you get to read the book, but the book has been returned on your other devices with Libby, so you're not really holding anyone up. My only contention on excessive borrowing is about others. For example, as soon as I finish a book, I return it. Sure, I return early because I know people are waiting. That's common courtesy. But don't borrow a book and not read it and then return it because that's a whole two weeks that someone else had been waiting. And if it were you in the waiting position and you knew someone had the book but wasn't reading it, you wouldn't be happy about it, would you? For me, when I first started Libby borrowing, I wasn't so good. I would borrow a lot and not read. Now that I read so much and wait for some books, I'm more uh, empathetic. And I think it comes with time. I'll say that I love the Libby feature, that you can keep your place in line and just borrow later. It's not like you have to wait a long time after the first long time you wait. So think about it, folks. A little kindness to your fellow readers goes a long way. I can't think of much else with Libby or the library. I'm super excited I got to do this episode. This has been on my to-do episodes for definitely over a year. I've been behind and then I caught up and right now I'm a tad behind. I do have the book club episode to edit. My biggest time issue right now is with my book. Yes, I have to edit it and I thought it wouldn't be so bad. But when I started the edits, I was quite overwhelmed and frozen. I was like, oh my gosh, the edits are harder than writing an actual book. But I'm making progress slowly. My fervent wish and hope is to have an agentable copy by the end of this year. I don't want to use that marker as an excuse to get lazy. Sooner the better, right? But I'll keep you guys posted. Anyway, that's my book stuff. This month has not been a great reading month. We shall see when month and review rolls around. About the podcast and upcoming episodes, I'm keeping the usual episodes, month and review and book club, and hoping I can add more of these bookish thoughts in future episodes here and there. That's all I've got for this time. Before I go, if you loved this episode or any of my previous episodes, please take a moment to write me a review on Apple Podcasts. Please share this podcast with your family and friends and through your social media channels. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram on Living a Life Through Books. I'm also on Clubhouse. Look me up by name. 
I'm on uh, TikTok. My tag is at Dr. Shnaz Ahmed. You can reach me through email. My address is livingalifethroughbooks at gmail.com. My website is shnazahmed.com. That is S-H-A-H-N-A-Z-A-H-M-E-D.com. The opening and closing music to this and all my previous episodes was composed by my husband, Brad Slavik. I'm Dr. Shanaz Ahmed with Living a Life Through Books signing off. Remember to water the seeds within you. It's time.